Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation. If you will, please find your seats so that we can begin our time together with our announcements. I'll wait till there's a little less movement here. Mount Calvary's church conference that was scheduled for today at 4 p.m. has been postponed until further notice, so keep an ear out for information. The Widows and Widowers Ministry will meet on Sunday, February 2nd, immediately following service in the Mount Calvary atrium. All widows and widowers are encouraged to attend. The men's ministry will be having a tailgate for him on Sunday, February 2nd in the Mount Calvary Atrium from 4 to 5.30. All men are invited to attend. Now immediately following the tailgate, there will be a super there will be a Super Bowl celebration starting at 6 p.m. and all are invited to attend. That's all women, children, everyone is invited to attend that, but men from 4 to 5:30. National Baptist Oratorical Contest is fast approaching. The theme for 2020 is glorifying God through our commitment to Christ-centered evangelism. The contest is open from second grade to graduating seniors in high school. For more information, please contact me, I'm Jackie Patterson, or Dr. Joanne Elder, who is our Sunday school superintendent, or Elder Damone Scott, who is our elder of Bible education. I will be down in this area immediately after service if you or your children, uh, or I should say if parents, grandparents, you have young people, and young people, if you want to do this, please see me immediately after service. Winter is now upon us, as we know this morning. And there will be times when it will be necessary to cancel or to make a change in our meeting and service schedule. So tune in to WHIO Channel 7 for Mount Calvary closing information. Attention, attention, attention 
2019 giving statements are currently available. Just fill out the form and place in the boxes provided at each entrance. Your statement will be available for your pickup the following Sunday at the guest services desk in the lobby. Thanks for your cooperation as we move forward in excellence here at Mount Calvary. The Mount Calvary Capital Campaign Team presents Desserts with Pastor. Reserve your seat to hear Pastor present the vision for the Bobby J. Winston Community Center Capital Campaign and taste one of his signature baked dishes. Each Desserts with Pastor will be held here at the church and there are various days and times to choose from. Stop by the lobby after service to sign up. The Mount Calvary Capital Campaign Team also invites you and your family to attend the BB Riverboats Luncheon and Cruise on April 4, 2020 from 12 noon to 3.30 p.m. for the future Bobby J. Winston Community Center. Tickets are available to purchase in person in the lobby and can be put on a payment plan layaway through the 22nd of March, 2020. This is a white tie occasion. If you have not registered your children for Children's Church today, there is still time to do that. Children will be dismissed after, after baptism, in fact, after offering. So if you would, please recognize if you have not registered your children, you still have that time to do so now. So be blessed of the Lord this week. Offer up your praise and thanksgiving for he's kept us. He continues to keep us. And he has blessed us in immeasurable ways. So for that and that alone, because he is God, he's worthy to be praised. So go forth and praise grace and mercy this week. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture. Amen. We have come to worship the Lord. Not just today, but we should have been worshiping him all week long. Amen? We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Eternal God, our Father, we come just to give you reverence on this 26th day of January 2020, a day we've never seen before, a day we will never see again. We bless your name today. We thank you, Father God, that we are your people. 
the sheep of your hand. We thank you, Father God, that you woke us up this morning. You breathed a breath of freshness in our lives today. We thank you. Someone did not wake up today, Father God, but you gave us the opportunity to come to worship you, to praise your holy name, to magnify Jesus, and to lift him up. We thank you. We thank you, Father God, for the activities of our limbs. We thank you, Father God, for all of our senses, Father God. We thank you most of all, Father God, for giving unto us the promise of the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the promise of the Holy Ghost who lives on the inside of each and every born-again believer. We bless your name. So as we bow down, as we stand in reverence of you, we lift up holy hands and we say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to him who was and is and is to come. To you, almighty God, we give praise. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. That's a command, so open up your mouth in this place. That's a command, so open up your mouth and give him praise. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and they are saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From the Psalms 113, verse 3 says, From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same. The Lord's name is to be praised. Hallelujah. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to praise him this morning. Amen. 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 Sing it like you know it. Praise him. Praise him. Yeah, praise him. Praise him. Oh, say Jesus. Jesus. Bless his Savior. Bless his One more time. He's worthy. Yes, he is. One more time. One more time. Say praise him. praise Everybody, that's what we come to do. Same. 
to give him glory in all things give him glory shout Jesus bless his Savior he's worthy yes he is yeah for God a strong foundation. Hallelujah. Hope of salvation. Salvation. He's a strong deliverer. Yes, he is. In him. In him will I always, always show. Everybody shall glory. Now, you to brush your own teeth, so praise him like he's worthy. 
worthy. Yes, he's worthy. Like he's worthy. He's worthy, and he's been faithful. He's been kind. So open up your mouth, Mount Calvary, and begin to praise him this morning. Hallelujah. Let's give him the highest praise this morning. So real quick, a scripture, the next verse says, in 113 Psalms, it says, The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory is above the heavens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is high above all the heavens, and his glory is above all the nations. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. Everybody clap your hands. Right here, the Lord is high above the heavens, and His glory above the nations. Blessing the Lord is high above the heavens, and His glory above our nations. Oh, the Lord is high above the heavens. Come on, they clap your hands right here, and His glory above our nations. The Lord is high above the heavens, and His glory above our nation. The Lord is high above the heavens, yeah, and His glory above our nation. Come on and give God the highest praise and knowledge in Him always, and all God's people say Hallelujah, Hallelujah, yeah, Hallelujah. Celebrate our King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Yeah. And this glory above the nation. The government so shit upon his shoulders. Hey, the Lord is high above the heavens. And this glory above our nation. Yeah, the Lord is high above the heavens. And this glory above our nation. So give God the highest praise and knowledge in Him always. And all God's people shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah, oh, we shout hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord you're worthy of all the glory, you sit real high and you look real lower, oh, we call you Jesus, we call you faithful, you're holy in all of your ways, there's nobody like you, nobody before you, I call on you, and you deliver me, and you'll set me free, and I praise your name, hallelujah, you're awesome Jesus, you're the one who reigns, you're the one who rules, Hallelujah. 
of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, and may God's blessings be upon all who are present. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6-4 states, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of God our Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. I am Kelly Harris, and these are our candidates for baptism. Our first candidate is Shavante Marie Crowder.
you, Lord. We have so many things to thank God for. Salvation. He's been so good. He's been so good. When I look back over my life, he's been so good. Right now, there is a car, a gold, Oldsmobile, Intrigue, license plate, GCW, 8282, your headlights are on. So the headlight of God is on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And it's shining so brightly. Our worship is still going on. God is shining so brightly in our lives. Let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. It is offering time. Tithes and offering time. Now, I don't want anyone to feel bad if you do not have tithes or you think you do not have the tithe. Been there, done that. But Pastor Emeritus would say this if you don't have it, Come around and touch the basket anyway. And say to God, I will. I will that I would tithe. So come around and touch the basket anyway. And desire in your heart to do what God has desired for us to do. To give a tenth of that which he's given unto us back to him. And it will happen. It will happen. Because that's what God has commanded us to do as his people. It's in the word. Don't take what I'm saying. Check the word out for yourself. We give here at Mount Calvary three ways. Tithes. That's 10% of what God has given you. We give to our benevolence where we help anyone who is a member and those who are not members who need help. You give to that however you deem fit. And we give towards our building fund, which is our campaign right now to the BJW Center, which is across the way. If you look out to your right that way or if you look out to your left when you go out the door that's the BJW Center you will hear more about it if you sign up for desserts with pastor 
You will hear more about that. So if you do not have an envelope, which I know some of you probably already raised your hand or got an envelope when you came through the door, if you are ready, oh, you can give by Giveify. That's an app on your phones. Just tap and give, or you can give by text to give. 937-543-5169. There's no reason not to give something to God, even if it's a penny or five cents. Start somewhere, because you cannot beat God's giving. You cannot. No way, no how. If you are ready, follow the directions of the ushers. Thank you. Almighty God, we bless your name. 
We thank you for deliverance, almighty God. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you, God, for deliverance. We thank you, almighty God, for salvation. There is no God like our God. We bless you. We thank you, almighty God, for these gifts that have been brought unto you for your kingdom. We ask that you would bless each and every penny, dime, nickel, dollar, whatever has been offered up to you. We ask that you would bless it. Breathe upon it, almighty God, for the building of your kingdom, for the furtherance of your kingdom, in the mighty name of Jesus the Christ, we pray thee, amen. At this time, all children who have signed up for Children's Church, would you please meet Miss Karen Maddox to my left at the door, here at the south door. All children signed up for Children's Church, please meet Mrs. Karen Maddox at the south door. Thank you. Give an applause to all of our children, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. Thank you for bringing the children for Children's Church, our next generation. Amen. Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Blessed be God who has indeed blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places and then seated us in heavenly places where those spiritual blessings are. You may be seated. We're grateful that God has allowed us another opportunity to be together with the saints. Good. We'll let the uh, ushers get everybody seated there. Y'all bring them down to the good seats. Bring them down. Bring them on down to the good seats. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Um, as soon as they come in. Thank you. As a matter of fact, some of you that are in the cheap seats, if y'all want to come up to the good seats, you can. <laughs> I didn't, before, don't take offense, I was just referring to them in a joking manner. All right, good. We are so glad, uh, visitors, that you've chosen to worship with us. We, are, we don't take it lightly that you are visiting with the Mount Calvary family. If you're here, we would love to see who you are and where you are, if you don't mind. And if you're able, would you stand so that we can see you, visitors? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Mount Calvary, would you make them feel welcome? Make them feel welcome if there's somebody standing close to you. Come on, let's sing to them. We welcome you into Mount Calvary. This house of worship. So glad 
That's what we're about. Revealing the glory of God's revealing kingdom. Revealing the glory of God. Transforming life. Here's how we're doing it. certainly glad that you've chosen to worship with us today. Uh, did Jordan go back? Jarela. She went, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know why I thought you said Jordan. I was wondering who Jordan was. Okay, well if you all see Jarela Martin um, this uh, today after, after she comes back out from Children's Church, make sure you tell her happy birthday. She's got a birthday coming up this week. Well, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Mrs. Simpson, you've got a birthday this week, too? Yes, ma'am. Today, happy birthday. <laughs> Wait. Yours is tomorrow, too? And my, my grandmother-in-law will be 96 this week. 90, oh. She said, don't give her an extra year. <laughs> 95. <laughs> Good. Happy birthday to all you January babies. Um, thank you all for praying for my son. Last week I told you he was in Charlotte. Um, we are such awful parents. My, uh, my wife, and when I went back and sat down after I did uh, observations yesterday, she said, he's, I mean, last Sunday, she said, he's not in Charlotte. He's in, he's in Charleston. That's where he was. And I couldn't, and then I'm like, well, I don't know if that's Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina. I don't know. Keep him, Lord, wherever he is. <laughs> But he's back. He's back. Uh, Kira, let me uh, do this so you can go on to Children's Church. Dear lady, come this way. Would you, Kira, drain? Let's see. What grade are you in, Kira? Fifth. Kira's in the fifth grade at uh, Bruner Catholic School. And I have here a couple of certificates. Um, the 2019-2020 Bruner Catholic School Spelling Bee Encyclopedia Britannica congratulates Kira Drain for outstanding achievement in the 2020 Scripps National Spelling Bee Program and awards the bearer a, one free, a free one-year subscription to kids.britannica.com. Nice. Nicely done. And... This certificate is presented in recognition of Kira Drain for achieving excellence as champion of the 2019-2020 School Spelling Bee. Nicely done. Good job, Miss Kira. Where's Miss Kira? Where's your family? <laughs> All right, congrats, y'all. 
She will represent the district on February the 5th. All right, Miss Kira. Nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> uh, just a couple of observations, and then we'll continue on uh, with our worship. Uh, the youth ministry is planning a summit in March. March the, what is it, Minister Chris? March the 26th through the 28th, uh, the summit geared towards youth and young adults. Uh, you do need to register. Registration begins today. You can do that in the lobby just after service. Uh, or if, if you want more information, you can see Minister Chris and, uh, and get some information from him. The summit is going to be absolutely wonderful, March the 26th through the 28th. Well, we do have a note of thanks uh, as we continue, as we move into a new season of our lives and business ownership. It's awesome to know that we have the support of our church family. Thank you, Mount Calvary, for your support at our open house. This is from Chuck and Cookie Baker, uh, State Farm Chuck Baker Agency. Thank you for including us, Brother Chuck. Good. Uh, I, I would that you would keep in prayer um, the McMillan family, Pastor Willie McMillan uh, of the St. Matthew Baptist Church past uh, this past week. He's also uh, the treasurer of the Ohio Baptist General Convention. Would you please keep um, Mrs. McMillan and the family and the St. Matthew Baptist Church in your prayers? That funeral is going to be Tuesday at 11 at the Pleasant Green Baptist Church. Would you also uh, keep in your prayers uh, Mrs. Starks and her family? Uh, her sister, Mary Lee Watson, passed in Arkansas, and her niece, uh, Marilyn Wafer Carter, uh, passed here in Dayton. The services uh, in both places are pending. Uh, please certainly pray for Ms. Ardelia Starks and her family. Uh, Brother Wortham's going to come uh, with an announcement, and then Sister Valletta's going to come with an announcement. And I just have one more thing. This is our last Sunday in January, and uh, and you know what I what I ask of you. I uh, I told Miss Valerie when we, when we were meeting on Thursday, um, we are going to learn this anthem. We're going to learn this anthem. Um, so for next week, for next week, if you don't know it. The first verse of Lift Every Voice and Sing, all right? The first verse of Lift Every Voice and Sing. We'll do it one time through with the words. And, uh, and then, then we're going to take the words down, and we're going to learn uh, this anthem that, that should mean so much to us as a people and is really uh, appropriate for the day and time in which we live. All right? Verse 1 next week. Thank you. Uh, come on, Brother Deacon Wortham. Good morning, Mount Calvary. I'm here this morning to extend a personal invitation to all men. Next Sunday from 4 to 5.30, the men's ministry will be hosting a tailgate for him discussion. It's open to all men next Sunday, 4 to 5.30. You won't miss the Super Bowl. Promise, you won't miss the Super Bowl. Immediately following, we will have a tailgate celebration 
a Super Bowl celebration for all members of this congregation. Not only this congregation, but for all. It's open to all. Super Bowl celebration is open to all. We will have refreshments. All are invited to come. If you have a favorite dish you'd like to bring, you're welcome to bring it to share with others. Next Sunday, immediately following the tailgate for him, starting at 6 o'clock, all are welcome to attend. Thank you and look forward to seeing you all there. Good morning, Mount Calvary. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to make the announcement. Uh, we are, I am up here on behalf of the, uh, the uh, campaign. I forgot that quick. Kind of a senior moment, that's all. Uh, so on April the 4th, is our kickoff for our campaign. It, it is the BB River Boat. It will be in Cincinnati. And the tickets have been on sale and will continue to be on sale. And for those of you that have not picked up your ticket, they are still on sale. They will be out in the lobby. Please, please, please make sure you get your tickets. Uh, within the next couple of weeks, we will open it up to those that are not members. So we're asking that those of you that are Mount Calvary members, because this is for our, our edification, for the Lord's glory across the street, right? So we want all of us to be a part. So all of the proceeds goes towards the campaign. It is not just the riverboat. So there is food, there will be entertainment, and we will have updates as to what we've been doing in regards to the campaign. Next, if you have already been to the um, desserts with Pastor, uh, I'm so glad they're coming to an end because my clothes are getting tight. <laughs> Pastor has been cooking, baking, awesome, delicious desserts. Thank you, Pastor. Make sure you attend. If you want details, that's pretty much what this is, is an intimate conversation with Pastor so that you get details about what the vision is for the BJW Center. And some of you already kind of think you know it, but if you haven't been to the Desserts with Pastor, you will get more details and more questions and answers that he will be able to provide to each of you. So I do encourage you to sign up out in the lobby with... Um, Don Rucker Tucker, who will be out in the lobby getting those reservations for you. So one is today, and we'll have one or two more in February. Thank you very much.
thank God for, uh, for one who has entered into believer's baptism today, who has recently uh, given her life to Christ. This uh, certificate of baptism certifies that Shavante Marie, did I say it right? <laughs> Shavante Marie Crowder was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 26th day of January 2020. Congrats. Best decision you'll ever make. Yeah. Do you have any family with you today? <laughs> Congrats. Good, good, good. <clears throat> good. It's a busy week of uh, birthdays. My, my wife reminded me after I sat down, uh, not only did Kadira have a birthday and uh, Miss Battle and, uh, and my, grand, my grandmother-in-law this week, I had a birthday this week. My Parker had a birthday this week too. Thank you. She turned 10. There we go. All right. Is that better? Sorry, sound guys. Um, I am very pleased to announce that despite what you may have heard uh, this week, my mother is very much alive and well. Um, not exactly sure what happened or what started that. I called her on my birthday. I uh, always call her to tell her thank you because... Actually, 44 years ago, on that day, I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> She's the one who did all the work um, after 10 months of carrying me. But uh, I called her to, to, uh, to tell her thank you, and she didn't pick up the phone. And she called me back. She said, I was just calling just in case you had heard. I'm not dead. <laughs> so, okay, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't I don't know where that got started, but uh, we had 
people calling us all the way from California. Something happened to Ms. Winston? No. Not even sick. <laughs> First Peter chapter 2, that's where we're headed. First Peter chapter 2. We're going to read from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures today. Um, starting at verse 4. If you have your Bible with you, you can turn there. Otherwise, you can uh, look at it on the screen here. 1 Peter chapter 2, beginning at verse 4 from the NIV. Here's what it says. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Verses 4 through 9 of First Peter chapter 2, you may be seated. Just by way of reminder, we as a church family have as our church-wide theme for the year 2020, transforming lives through dynamic administration. This is the fifth year of our five-year look at five different areas of focus to the end that our lives would be transformed for God's glory. The first year we looked at authentic fellowship, how we relate to one another. The second year, 2017, we looked at strategic outreach, reaching out beyond ourselves, sharing the gospel, the love of Jesus Christ with the world. In 2018, we concentrated on enthusiastic Bible education, right? An emphasis on our study of the Word of God, our uh, lamp unto our feet and our light unto our path. Last year, our emphasis was on transforming lives through organic worship, worship that is additive-free, worship that is pure, worship that starts on the inside and works its way out, true and spiritual worship. And now for 2020, we are engaged in transforming lives through dynamic administration of the Lord's church. We are looking all year at rediscovering 
the church that Jesus built. We want to look like, act like, sound like, feel like, behave like, live like the church that Jesus intended when he told Peter upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Brothers and sisters, it's dangerous not to be the church that Jesus built. I still argue that God is not obligated to take care of what he didn't design. But he said, the gates of hell cannot win against the church that I build. There is guaranteed victory for the church that I build. They'll never be defeated, the church that I build. And so we are setting to rediscover and realign ourselves where necessary so that we can return to what Christ intended for his church. Let the church say amen. amen. Now, a few weeks ago... <clears throat> we began looking at Matthew 16 where Jesus asked his disciples whom do men say that I the son of man am you all remember <clears throat> then he asked them well what about you who do you say that I am and Peter spoke up and said thou art the Christ the son of the living God and Jesus looked back at Peter and said Simon son of Jonah man didn't reveal this to you my father in heaven had to show you that and on that rock on the revelation of who I am I will build my church he explains to Peter I will do the building so then it is no wonder that in scripture uh, in, in the scripture that was read today the apostle Peter is writing he's the same one that Jesus looked at and said on this rock I will build my church and so now he's writing this letter to Jewish Christians who are scattered abroad and he is giving them some divine insight into what the church of the living God looks like indeed there's some remarkable revelation as to the church's identity in this passage, a vivid picture of who we are as the church. Let me just say parenthetically again, the church is not a building. The church is not made of bricks and mortar. The church is not a place that you go to. We don't go to church. We don't have church. We are the church. All right. I want to offer that it is necessary, that it is vital that we study who we are because when we don't know who we are, we will be okay with acting like who we are not. When the church understands who it is, we will start acting like the church, not an exclusive social club. Right? All I'm trying to say is that there is power in understanding who we are as the church of the living God. And I want to preach from this subject today. It may not seem relevant at first, but I'll try to get us there. I want to preach from this simple subject, I believe. I believe. Would you say that with me? I believe. <clears throat> Peter uh, illuminates a few things in this passage in regards to the church, and I'll jump right into it. 
Uh, first of all, Peter illuminates the composition of the church. Just who makes up the church that Jesus said, I will build? What does the Lord use to build his church? The answer is in the text. It is not with bricks made by human hands. It is instead with living stones. It's in verse 4. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house. King James says, uh, King James Version says a living stone, but uh, the NIV puts it the living stone. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house like the living stone. You are being built into a temple of the Spirit. Peter here lists some characteristics of the living stone that we can't overlook because it's going to be important because he compares us to that living stone. Here's what Peter says about the living stone. First of all, it was rejected by men disallowed in the King James Version, thrown away as worthless. The Bible says in Isaiah 53, he was despised and rejected by men. John 1.11 says he came unto his own and his own received him not. He was rejected by men but chosen by God. I'm, I'm going to try to help us out here in just a second. And precious. That word chosen in the Greek, it is eklatos. It's the word that we get uh, ekklesia from. That's, that's our word for church. And it means hand-picked, chosen, selected, picked out, appointed, approved, called. Listen, listen, get it. I want you to get it. Rejected by men, but chosen by God. And precious. That word precious means valued, honored, prized. So let's let's review let's review so far because I want you to get it. Peter is saying, You come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him. That's about the living stone. Is everybody with me? But then in verse five, he says, You are just like that. You also like living stone. What do you mean like living stones? I just told you, Peter says, I called Jesus the living stone. And now in verse 5, I'm saying, you're just like that. Well, what is that? Rejected by men, but chosen by God. Is there anybody in here who is glad that God uses stones that men reject? That he uses stones that, other, that, that men throw away? Rejected by men, denied by men, dismissed by men, refused by men, declined by men, excluded by men, passed by by men, passed over by men, not good enough, walked on, walked over, picked on, picked over, stepped on, stepped over, but God still chose you. He selected you. He handpicked you. He appointed you. He approved you. He accepted you. I may not be qualified, but I'm chosen. I may not be perfect, but I'm chosen. I may not be accomplished, but I'm chosen. I like the way Paul puts it in Romans chapter 8. Those whom God foreknew, he also predestined. Somebody shout, I'm chosen. 
Those he predestined, he called. Those he called, he justified. Those he justified, he glorified. And so what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? Nobody. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. So who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation shall hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written for your sake we face death all day long we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor present nor the future nor powers nor any height nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Shout, I'm chosen. And can I help us to be free today? There is nothing that you can do or not do to make you unchosen. I know you don't want to say amen too loud, but somebody needs to shout right there. Because out of all the things you've done, out of all the places you've gone, out of all the times you disobeyed, God still said, that's mine. That's mine. That's mine. <laughs> it's like that one kid you got. Don't, don't nobody look around, but y'all know the one kid I'm talking about, the one child of yours that ain't quite like all the other ones, but you know what? She's mine. Yeah. <laughs> He's mine, man. I'm chosen and I'm precious to him. <laughs> I may not look like much to you, but I'm precious to him. You may not think much of me, but I'm precious to him. My mama may not have wanted me, but I'm precious to him. My daddy may have left me, but I'm precious to him. I messed up, but I'm still precious to him. I went astray, but I'm still present. I'm still precious to him. That's the composition of the church. Living stones who may have been rejected by everybody and everything else, but God chose God chose these stones. These are precious stones and they are being built into the temple of the Spirit. With Jesus as the cornerstone. Not only does Peter lay out the composition of the church then he explains the cornerstone of the church. Peter here compares Jesus to the cornerstone of a building. 
Now, in our day, we don't think much of cornerstones because they are basically ceremonial. Just for decoration, really, it, it doesn't serve the purpose that it once did. But when Peter was writing, the cornerstone was the vital piece of masonry that was necessary for a well-built, strong, sturdy building. The cornerstone was the first stone set in the construction of a masonry foundation. It was, part of, it was the part of the foundation of the building by which all the other stones were to be set. All of the other stones were set in reference to the cornerstone. The cornerstone determined the position, the structure, and the soundness of the entire building. And here, Peter is saying that Jesus is the cornerstone of the church, the one by whom all the rest of the stones are to be set. In other words, we as the Lord's church ought to be in line with Jesus. We as the Lord's church ought to be patterned off of Jesus. He sets the course. He determines the position we need to be lined up, not with our preferences, not with our traditions, not with what, other, what others look like. We ought to be lined up and look like him. Um, let me see if I can help us to understand. We should be holy because he's holy. We should be preaching, teaching, and healing all manner of disease because he went about preaching, teaching, and healing all manner of disease. We should be loving to everybody because he's loving to everybody. We should be forgiving to everybody because he's forgiving to everybody. If the church that claims the name Jesus Christ would just grow up to look like him, Peter said, we would never be put to shame. Never disgraced never disappointed if we would just grow up to look like him uh, let, let, don't talk to anybody but yourself <laughs> don't talk to anybody but yourself say this if I would just grow up to look like him I would never be put to shame There's nothing that my faith would get me into that my faith wouldn't get me out of. Uh, we want to see transformed lives. We want to see changed lives. If the church would look like him, if the church would follow the pattern he left, if the church would stay in line with him, we would see, we would see, uh, we, 
we, we, would, we, would, we would see some real change, not just, not just a whole bunch of people filling pews, but we would actually see transform, we, we, we would see sour folks sweeten up. We see gossiping folks shut up. We would see crooked folks straighten up. We we'd see slow folks speed up. We we'd see dirty folk get cleaned up. We'd see stubborn folk uh, who would who would give up. We we would see aggressive folk who would back up. We would see lame folk who would get up. We would see loose folk who would tighten up. We would see drunk folk who would sober up if we would grow up to look like him. Jesus is the cornerstone. He's the pattern. He is the example. Not pastor, Jesus. Not, not your neighbor, Jesus. Not the other church down the street, Jesus. He is the cornerstone. He is the rock. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the foundation. He is the rock on which we stand. Now that's good news that you may not see right off the bat, but let me point it out to you. I've come to remind you today, I don't know what you're going through, but if you are standing on the solid rock, then you can withstand the storm. Unfortunately, we went through a time in the history of the church, capital C Church, where we bought into the idea, I don't know how we bought into it because we weren't living it, but we bought into the idea that real saints, if you have enough faith, then you won't have a storm. We bought into it, we bought into it, because some of us in 2007 sent $20.07. Uh -huh. You sent your check for $2,007 so that the storm would be over because somebody told you you could buy your way out of a storm. I know. We went, we went through it. We went through it in the 80s and 90s. You thought you could grease your way out of a storm. You thought you, thought you could pour enough oil on that man's pillow. <laughs> we thought we could slip our way out of the storm. But I've come to understand, as most of you have, that there are some storms that you can't shout your way out of, you can't slip your way out of, you can't buy your way out of. Well, what do you do? You stand. How do you stand? You stand on solid ground. You stand on a sure foundation. And my daddy used to say it almost every time he preached. He said, the winds may blow. The lightning may flash, the thunder may roll, but you got to keep standing on the solid rock. Oh, I don't mean to get on nobody's nerves. I just need your help. I really don't. I don't. You don't have to look at anybody in the face. Just grab their hand and squeeze a little bit and say, I'm still standing. That's, that's the reason I'm here, because I'm still standing. I'm not here because I didn't have any storms. I'm here because I'm still standing on Christ. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood 
and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but I wholly lean on Jesus' name on Christ. Hallelujah. I'm looking at a sanctuary full of storm survivors. <laughs> My mother-in-law used to sing a song when I was a boy. They said I wouldn't make it. They said I wouldn't be here today. They said I wouldn't amount to anything. But I'm glad to say that I'm on my way. I'm still holding on. I wish I could get this out like I feel this on the inside. I... On Christ, the solid rock, he's the... He's the cornerstone of the church. Anything else and the church would fail. Mm. Thank you. Peter says, to you who believe, I know we read right over it, to you who believe, the rock is precious. <laughs> to you who believe, uh, I really want to get to your chosen generation, but I, I think I'm not going to get there today. <laughs> to you who believe, the rock is precious. Not only does Peter point out the composition of the church, not only does he illuminate the cornerstone of the church, but then he alludes to the confession of the church. To you who believe the rock is precious. Is there anybody in here today who's willing to say, honestly, I believe God? That's how we got in the church in the first place. We confessed with our mouths what we believed in our hearts that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead to the glory of God the Father. Somebody shout, I believe. I believe. I believe in one God, the Father, almighty maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ his only son, our Lord, I believe he was born of a virgin Mary. I believe he walked this earth healing sick folk, raising dead folk, opening blind eyes and unstopping deaf ears. I believe he was crucified on Mount Calvary. I believe he died and was buried in a borrowed tomb. I believe that on the third day he got up with all power in his hands. 
I believe he went back to the Father and sent the Holy Ghost. I believe he's coming back again and he's coming for a church without spot or wrinkle. Yes, I believe. I believe his word. I believe that he's my savior. I believe that he's my healer. I believe he is my deliverer. I believe he's my strong tower. I believe he's my refuge. I believe he's my provider. I believe he's my protector. I believe he's all I need. And do you know what the Bible says? These signs shall follow them that believe. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's a good thing that we're here today to declare we believe just this once. Would you look at somebody and tell them I believe and that's a good thing for you. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I'm glad you sat beside me. I know you were looking to sit somewhere else, but God put you beside me because I, I believe and these signs shall follow them that believe they shall in my name cast out devils speak with new tongues take up serpents drink any deadly thing lay hands on the sick and they shall recover it's a good thing I believe what do you need what do you need what do you need what do you need God can do it 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 in the name of Jesus 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 be healed be delivered and be set free in Jesus name 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 that rock that is higher than I in Jesus name that rock in a weary land in Jesus name I declare he can do it I declare he can do it What do 
you need? What do you need? What do you need? What? Cancer is no match for Almighty God. What do you need? Alzheimer's is no match for our God. What do you need? That bill you got is not a match for Almighty God. What is it you need? What is it? What is it? marriage that's no match for God that's no match for God he can do that a kid that's out in the streets that's no match for God he can save them he can freedom from tormenting spirits that's no match for God he can do that some stuff following you. The whole world ought to know where we've been for God's glory. Because there's some stuff following us. To you who believe, this rock is precious. It's valued. It is. It's worthy. It's weighty. Because he's the one you're standing on. People say to me all the time, Pastor, I want you to pray because God, I know God hears you when you pray. Guess what? He hears you too. (laughs) Right? I don't have any special connection. Do you know what the difference is? I know what rock I'm standing on. And this passage says, if you honor him as the cornerstone, you'll never be put to shame. This is word. I'm not making this up. You'll never be put to shame. You will never be disappointed. So when I pray and ask God standing on Jesus Christ the rock, I know that I won't be disappointed. I will not be put to shame, not for Sam's glory, but for God's glory because he's the rock. I'm not shaky. I'm not wavering. I'm standing. I'm standing. 
give somewhat of a warning. Really, it's an invitation, and that's where we're going to stop. Next week, if the Lord says the same, we'll start talking about, uh, but you, you're yeah. a chosen generation of royal priesthood. Y'all come back and, uh, and get the rest of this. But really, Peter gives uh, a warning, and it is this, if I can give it to you in Winston translation, everybody is going to have to deal with Jesus. There's nobody who will escape dealing with him. Either he will be your foundational rock or he'll be a stumbling block. Either he'll be what you build on or he'll be the one to cause you to stumble. Everybody has to deal with him. But here's the good news. Can I tell you the good news? Is this right here. God loves you so much that he gave Jesus. He gave his only begotten son, his unique one-of-a-kind son, that whosoever believes in him, there it is again, believe and you should not perish but have everlasting life. That's how much he loves us. He loves us so much that he gave Jesus to be the rock, to be the foundation, not the stumbling block. All you have to do is tell him yes. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. you're here and you're not sure you're saved that is good news you haven't been gone too long you haven't gone too far you're not too dirty if you're sitting here and you are breathing you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ and you can't get it right with him without Jesus we can't be good enough that's why we need the blood of Jesus. And I know we clean up well. We look like we got it together and we always have. But the truth is, everybody in here who's saved had to come through the same blood of Jesus Christ. And if you're here and you're not sure you're saved, would you come now? You can be saved today. That's the first call. If you're here you're not sure you're saved, would you come now? Everybody is going to spend eternity somewhere. But you can know that you're going to spend yours with Jesus Christ. If you're not sure you're saved, would you come? Pastor, let me get some stuff right. Let me get some stuff together in my life and then I'll come. Listen, if you could do it by yourself, you wouldn't need a Savior. But thank God for Jesus. That's the first call. You're here. You're not sure you're saved. Would you come? You can come. You want somebody to walk with you? They will. Just please don't miss the opportunity. Second call is this. You're here. You're saved already. But you know that the Lord wants you here in this place as your church home. If you know the Lord is calling you here, would you come? You know where you're going to spend eternity. But you know the Lord wants you here. If you know he wants you here, come on. God bless you.
God bless you. So that we can be all that God has called us to be. We need you. Come on. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. Come, come on. Those two calls. If you're not sure you're saved, or if you know that the Lord wants you to be a part of this part of his family, you can come. We're moving, we're, we're pushing, we are striving. We are looking to be the church that Jesus built. We don't want to be church as normal. We want, to be the, we want to look like the church that Jesus built with him as the chief cornerstone. Anybody else, either you're not saved or you know the Lord wants you here, come now, come now. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Everybody, come on. God bless you. Come on. Promise it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Miss Renee, I'm not just saying this because you're here today. I say it every week. Dick and Akins used to say, it's not an easy walk, but it's a worthy walk. I promise it's worth it. I promise. It's worth it. There's nothing better than knowing Jesus. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Everybody else then is saved and is where you know you belong. Then let the church say amen. So be it. What you got? I think. Okay. All right. Uh, Pastor Sam, elect Lady Chanel, Mount Calvary family. Uh, wanting to join, we have Igea Sanita, Renee Akins, and for baptism, Ms. Tykea Blackman. Right. Good, good, good. And I'm going to say this right, too. Ms. Igea Sanita. Yep. And uh, Renee Akins. And Tykea. All right. And uh, y'all are baptized already. You are saved already. You know where you're going to spend eternity, but you know the Lord wants you here. Yeah. What do you say, church? Yeah. Nobody happens here. Um, it's very much on purpose. We need you and you need us. And we're going to treat you like the gift that you are. We're going to treat you like that. All right? Hold on just a second. Y'all are going to follow Mrs. Burks. Good. Uh, Miss Tykea. God bless you, ma'am. This is your niece. All right. And your auntie got baptized today. And she said, come on, see about this Jesus. <laughs> That's what's up. Awesome. 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 Good. Are you going back with them today? Okay. Oh, Miss Lily's there too. Good. They're going to uh, they're going to make sure you understand what you're doing and lead you through your confession. And uh, and and today, January the 26th, 
2020 is going to be your rebirth day. All right? That's what's up. What do you say, church? Good. Would you all go with Mrs. Burks? Let's thank God for adding to his church and for adding to this family. Good. Praise God. All right. We'll continue our study next week if the Lord says the same. Um, those of you who are signed up, uh, there should be, there's supposed to be no more than 20 of you who are signed up uh, to come to dessert with Pastor Day. I got some good stuff for you back there. Um, even if you are diabetic or even if you have gluten allergies, we got you taken care of. We got you taken care of, all right? Just give me a few minutes after service and I'll be right back. Uh, visitors, I do love to go back to the back and hug necks, but because we have the dessert with Pastor, I won't, I won't go back to the back today. Y'all have to come back and I'll hug your neck another day, all right? Good. <laughs> Who's that old? <laughs> On behalf of Mount Calvary, um, I'm honored to be able to tell you happy birthday. Um, I've only been here a few years, and as I met with you the other day, I'll just let you know that you being my shepherd has just changed my life tremendously, changed my walk. It made me responsible, accountable, and all of that. And I know if I feel this way, I can only imagine what everybody else feels. So thank you, Pastor. Happy birthday. Praise God. Thank you, Mount Calvary. Thanks, y'all. Um, <laughs> Where's A-flat? What does A-flat sound like? When you are weary, filled with despair, remember God cares. When you're in doubt, hey. if you can't see your way out, can I get one witness? He'll see you through. See you through. See you through. Just call. Just call on the name of Jesus. Just call him. Just call his name out loud. Oh, how precious. Precious. Oh, how precious. the name of Jesus. He'll pick you up every time you fall. His name is Jesus. 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 He's a doctor in the sick room. He's a lawyer in the courtroom. 
going out of here I don't know what the week holds but whatever the week holds you go into it with this declaration I believe God I believe God now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.